Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's Brian here in North Texas, and I'm joined this fine evening, after a quick nap, um, I'm joined this fine evening by our buddies in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Mr. Parker. Mr. Parker, how you doing? Great. Thank you, Brian. I'm glad that you got a little cat nap in before the cast here. Got a little, you know, 10, 15 siesta in. It's all good. And uh, we're also joined by Derek out in sunny... Smoky Davis, California. Yeah, Smoky Davis, California. So it's good. It's good. The um, Mother Nature is taking it out on California for doing away with all smoking sections, so it decided to smoke for everybody. It's good. <laughs> like like an old Irish pub. It's just back before the back before they passed the laws. Yeah, just uh, smoke everywhere. Everything is smoking section now, and you have to deal with it or else. So how is it out there? Is it uh, is it as bad as they say it is? Because it's it's pretty, pretty rough. Bad. Like um, they they closed the campus down here. Like all classes, only like medical personnel. Okay, um, have been uh, going in. So. That's pretty terrifying. Yeah, I've been working from home all week, so it's 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 pretty bad. If you look at like a like air quality chart in california we don't look so hot it's like super unhealthy apparently yeah approaching the top end of the the range Mm. okay great so uh definitely worse than thailand oh yeah yeah like i I can kind of compare this to like burning season in chiang mai okay and this is this is like way way worse like now exponentially you're saying burning season. That's different than Burning Man. I take it. It's yeah, not the it same is. thing. Um, they they have a, a time of the year where they like clear fields of of vegetation. I think it's to plant mushrooms. Okay, um, and they just burn them. That sounds really it's inefficient. Illegal, but they still do it. <laughs> okay, all right. I was going to say that does not sound like the best way to do things. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it's, the, it's the quick way to do things. Oh well, there's quick, and then there's you know. Healthy and, and like fresh air, sort of. Thing. Yeah, healthy and you know uh, conducive to living places. Right. Yeah. No, it's good. Okay, so uh, <laughs> gentlemen, are y'all drinking anything this evening? It is. I mean, for the for the ladies and germs listening at home, it is a cool eleven twenty four. A full hour after it was supposed to, we were supposed to kick this thing off. Um. Uh, so, are y'all drinking anything this evening, or Parker, have you shut it down? I don't know. No, I didn't. I ramped it up. I just hadn't heard back from you, and uh, so I was in a holding pattern. So I just went about my business <laughs> and uh, continued drinking. Um, yeah, I'm drinking a a saison um, from Broken Arrow Brewing Company. Okay, sixteen ounce, uh, three sixty top can. Nicely done. Uh, they call it their Clear Creek saison, seven point two percent. It is just a just a delicious beer. Um, and yeah, I just, I came from a, uh, little friends giving thing and everybody was just floored by the three sixty top. Oh yeah. I was drinking some over there too. Yeah. yeah. It's super cool, man. 
uh, yeah, the normal folk who aren't woke to 360 cans. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like moths to a, a porch light. They just keep flocking around to it. They don't <laughs> understand it. They don't get it. And then once they try it, they're like, why isn't all beer this way? What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Um, Actually, I guess I guess some normal folk. What is a 360 can? Yeah, I was gonna do a quick explanation because I didn't think you would. <laughs> so, a 360 can is a uh, one where they pull the you pull the top, and instead of it being you know just opening the mouth of the can, you pull the tab, and it basically removes the entire top of the can. Oh, okay. So you basically you have a little. Cup, yeah, you have glass. basically have a pint yes. glass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boulevard beer or Boulevard? Damn it! I'm looking at Boulevard. Um, <laughs> Four Corners Brewing here in Dallas. Uh, has that, as well as uh, Pegasus City and Nebraska Brewing. Those are the only; those are the three that I know of in the Dallas market. And then uh, Parker, I th- I'm pretty sure Broken Arrow Brewing's got to be the only one up there in Tulsa, right? Oh, hands down for sure. Yeah, that's some, yeah. that's some of that new shit. And I will say, it is illegal in some states to brew beer that way or to package beer that way because it's a littering hazard. What? Yeah, yeah. So because the uh, top is fully removable. Yeah. Yes. Uh, So basically, there was a law in like the seventies, back when those pull tabs uh, came off of beer cans, that basically said that you cannot have a packaged product uh, for liquid, consumable liquid that um, the closure of the can has to remain attached to the actual can itself. So, but it's fine for every other canned good in the fucking world. Yeah, Parker. I mean, you have to have a can opener to open a can of beans. All right. Uh, no, 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 man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's some spaghettios. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I know personally, whenever I eat spaghettios on the go, I make damn sure <laughs> to throw that top out my window going on the road. Yeah, that makes sense. Now it's making sense. Now when you're saying that, like that's, I don't know how else you would eat spaghettios. Uh, besides on the move, <laughs> cold, on the <laughs> cold on the move in a yeah, car. You must you must be pretty busy if that's the case. Oh or, yeah, always on the go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't be held down by uh, constraints such as heat, heating food. Uh, yeah, don't want yeah. that. And you know, it's impressive that I've managed to stay this fat. Um, you know, just eating on the go and just. Only eating SpaghettiOs on Never the go. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know the Parker diet's going to catch on one day, man. Don't 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 be down on yourself. It's going to be all good. Yeah. We're selling books, baby. <laughs> oh, it's going to be the worst diet ever, huh? What do you got for dinner tonight? On Tuesdays, you drink a Saison and eating some cold SpaghettiOs, <laughs> all right? The Wednesday, you got a, a cupcake, but in, uh, instead you cut it in half. It's, you know, how they make bagel breakfast sandwiches. You do it with a cupcake. All right? That's right. Hey, um, real quick on the uh, Derek's smoky uh, atmosphere currently over there. Yes. Um, could you guys imagine being on a commercial airplane in the 70s? Just people just smoking like crazy. Like everybody smokes. That'd be yeah. like uncomfortable. But no, Everybody smoked, right? So oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. That's I true. I guess, but jeez, man, you get off that plane smelling like a freaking bowling alley. Or just smelling like you did before you got on the plane. That's true. <laughs> if you're always around it, it would be weird if you didn't smell like it, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, ah, clean Pete over here. Fucking 
cleaned <laughs> as a nun, church mouse. I don't know, something churchy. Fucking hand me another pack of Luckies. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Derek, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm actually drinking a cider from uh, Corvallis. There you so go. Two, two towns, uh, Pacific Pineapple. It is just like a super fruity drink. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's not it's not like too sweet or anything. And about I think it's five five percent. So unfiltered five percent. Uh, just nice like summer like it's like I'm drinking summertime in a glass. There you go. <laughs> nice. uh, did you you left Dallas before Austin East Ciders made it big here, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know Texas had had anything like that. Yes, and it is it's pretty dope. They do their apples ship directly to Austin from Europe somewhere. I don't fucking know. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and it, it's a whole fucking thing. But they make a pineapple cider and it's fucking good. Like I haven't had one of their ciders that I'm like, "Oh, this is gross." No, every one of their ciders they put out is pretty fucking impressive. And then when you find out that it comes from Austin, you're like, what the hell is going on here? We don't have <laughs> apple trees in Texas to hell. Right. Um, yeah, I'd say Europe's got a, like, a way bigger like cider culture than U.S. It's, it's picking up in the U.S. for sure. But um, like, basically there's like two styles, French and, and English uh, and, ciders. And they're coming out with right. a... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, would that Spanish be like, uh, similar to... The wine, um, the if you recall, a couple of months ago when Frank went on like oh, a forty-five minute monologue Jesus about Christ, yeah, no, I remember that single. What was it? Single, uh, single estate, farm, single, single estate, estate wineries. Sorry, I just got my beer glass caught in my mic arm. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that would be the same for like apples. If it was like, oh, that's dog shit. That's a culmination of five different estates apples for this cider, or uh, because. Cider's a lot closer to wine, right? Like, I mean, if we're talking... Uh, the, the, the way I, I look at it and kind of been taught is cider cider is kind of produced like wine, but is packaged like beer. Um, what, what do you think, Brian? Yeah, I, I always think of cider much more like beer in general, like in total, in totality. But I also understand that there's the production side of cider that I'm not aware of. Um, and I say closer to closer to beer because... A lot of beer education has cider education sides, whereas there is no wine education included in any beer making um, or any other beer education. So that's why I kind of lumped them together. That's why I also uh, tend to know a little bit more about cider and mead versus knowing shit about wine. <laughs> I don't know a goddamn thing about wine, really, other than and I'm not even going to fucking go there. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I you're you're pretty accurate in that the packaging for cider and beer much more similar, right? They have more oxidative characteristics or they can, uh, the oxidation of both products are similar uh, versus wine. It also kind of depends the style too. So like I said earlier, there's like two styles. If you go to Europe, it's like the English style, which I, I would say it's, it's, once you get past the, like the fermentation, you're it's produced almost like a beer. Yeah. Um, but the, the French, they produce it like a wine. There's like a really long, slow fermentation that's like pretty much wild, just using whatever's on uh, the, the 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 like apple skins. 
I think they actually like let it soak like with like they Bleh. press it, but they'll like let it soak with the skins and stuff too for uh, do the fermentation for over a couple months. So would that be like the uh, cold? Like, uh, you think like cold cold soak? Uh, no, Brian. What is it where you just let whatever natural bacteria float in from the outside? Talk about lambic style fermentation. Uh, maybe yeah. You just. I mean, there's I some. There's a word that I'm oh, you're some cool ship. Too. You're talking about cool ship. Cool. Yeah. Yes. 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 Thank you. Well, That's what I was trying to say. Cold. Cool ship. Cool ship has more to do with the uh, after the brew after the brewing process has been complete. The the boiling of the wort is done. Cool ship is the is the process of cooling that wort back down, and in the process becoming inoculated with whatever wild yeast is out there. What Derek is talking about is probably an open fermentation in some sort of uh, non stainless vessel, maybe. Uh, and mm. Shit can get really weird. Derek, your mic's unplugged. I see in the um, little in the little thumbnail. I see Derek's eyebrows being furrowed and like a mouth moving. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no. That's, there you go. Okay, I guess the port didn't didn't. Nah, the, the port switch didn't work. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Cool ship. You, you it's like uh, long, shallow vessels where it's open to the air. Uh, this, yeah, definitely. They they could use like non non-stainless steel they can use stainless steel too okay uh with with wine like i don't know it's it's wine and cider like some of it is like it's an artisanal thing and i'm the winemaker and we we do it in a certain way so they have like almost i would say almost more options with their fermentation than a lot of beer beer makers do yeah but yeah it's it's kind of like the the art and the, the story of the winery and how they do it but they are french right uh, the, the cider makers I was talking about. Yeah. The ones you just described. The French style. Okay. So can we do that with a French accent? We'll just take it back from the top and we'll go, we make the very artisanal and you guys don't know shit about what you're doing. It'd be great. Um, we'll just, you know, we'll just do the, the whole podcast in accents. I would really enjoy yeah. that. Would, uh, would cider have a long shelf life like wine? Um, or no, it depends on the cidery. There are some cideries, especially to Derek's point, uh, English, uh, European ciders typically do have longer shelf lives or shelf life. Um, but American cideries tend to put shorter shelf lives on them, at least from the commercial examples that I've dealt with. So like Austin East Ciders, I think, is a six-month shelf life. Whereas like Strongbow, year. It's a year, good deal sold. No one really fucking checks it. But Crispin... Um, from up in Minnesota way, they mm-hmm. have, uh, I want to say nine months shelf life. Okay. So there's not going to be anybody that's like, Oh, this is a 2015 that I've had in my beer cellar. Well, some of the bigger, I mean, it's just like beer in that some of the bigger ciders might have that. Um, yeah, it's like the, like the French style that I was, I was describing They They might do something like that in the higher, but it's alcohol. not going to start turning on itself like an old beer. Well, I mean, there's beer styles that you you age to for a little bit. Yeah, but there's a a cutoff point, right? Hmm. It depends. Uh, What's what's yeah? So I I don't know if you're if you're getting to the point of like because it's made from a different product, does it have a way different outcome if you leave it sitting around? Yes. Into that, and there's not no. 
It's going to taste okay. old and cardboardy, <laughs> but it's not going to turn into like this uh, moldy mess in a can or a bottle okay. whenever it gets whenever it sits around for too long. Um, but yeah, there's I, I I don't know. People talk shit on Crispin all the time. But I love Crispin. I love their um, they make one called the Saint, and it's like an eight and a half percent cider that's made with Abbey Ale yeast. It's oh, I've, I've had that. That's that's pretty good. Does it have maple syrup in it too? Yes. Yeah, it's got maple added to it. It's really interesting, and it's not like a a shitty super dry cider, and it's not super sweet either. It's a just a really interesting cider. <laughs> oh god, almost died. Okay. Um, speaking of French and shit, um, I am drinking. I'm drinking a brute IPA from Boulevard this evening. Oh, nice. I know we've been talking about it a lot. Uh, well, it's come well, up in conversation. All, the, all these different IPA styles that, that are just there. basically made up, essentially. <laughs> so, that's my opinion. But. Uh, so this one is very different, I will say. I'm holding up to the camera here, but it is... You can see how pale in color it is. I mean, it... Yeah, it's, 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 that's not clear, though. It looks hazy. It, it, is, a, it is a little hazy, but it's still... I don't, the, I don't think the camera is doing it justice. You can still see through it. Like you can see my fingers through it. Um, oh, okay. So it's not completely opaque, but it does. It's like, it looks like a Saison, honestly. Um, do you think like tank seven, when you pour that, how bright and hazy that is? That's yeah. That's actually one of my favorite beers. Just tank seven. Yeah. Well, this is the, this brute IPA is from Boulevard. Right. Um, and it comes in at 7.3% alcohol and 20 IBU, which is, it's wild. It's wild. Wait, 20 IBU. Yeah. And it's, it's a straight up IPA. <laughs> um, is, is, it, is that just because they've thrown all the hops like post, post so boil? late? Yeah. Yeah. Everything is going in so late in the boil. There's no isomerization of alpha acids in this beer. Um, this thing is also incredibly dry. Like it is, it's, it's wild. Uh, if you would have told me that this was a hoppy saison, I'd be like, this is fucking great. This is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I think that's probably what had happened <laughs> was somebody, somebody out in San Francisco got a hold of Prairie hop, like a good version of Prairie hop. And, uh, they were like, this is fucking great. We should make more beers like this. How do we do that? Um, let's make a Pilsner or just dry it the fuck out. And then hop the shit out of a late. I'm like, okay, let's do that. Let's try that then. And then, uh, then they came in with the chemicals, and they're like, let's let's fuck this like super super aggressive fermentation. Let's uh, guarantee no no leftover sugars, and we'll just dose it with these chemicals. Yeah, that's, it's kind of crazy that um, they're they're using enzymes, which is like a thing big brewers use yeah. normally. Um, and this, I almost think it's like kind of anti-craft yeah it's kind of cheating the system but um because uh, the the i I guess you're using whatever whatever's available to you so yeah and you're you're making a good product and whatever yeah i was gonna say it it increases the consistency of the product so that's good but at the same time like i don't know isn't the whole goal of making good beer is being like basically a yeast wrangler and knowing exactly what your what your product is going to be but letting the yeast do its job I don't know. I, can you imagine a German brewer at the height of the Rhine Heitzke boat coming over here? And we're like, no, 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 no. See, what we do is we douse it with these enzymes after we've put all the hops in after the boil. And then just fucking head explodes. Like, what the hell are you doing? 
Well, I mean, the, the enzymes like um, that, that stuff's produced by the some of it's produced by the malt alpha amylase, beta, beta amylase. Um, I, I guess the difference is you're using using uh, what was it like uh, gluco gluco amylase gluco amylase or gluco yeah it's yeah it, 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 it essentially cuts the the alpha one six linkage which which eliminates your dextrins. I would put money on the fact that whoever did, like stumbled into this beer style literally stumbled into it and did not do this shit on purpose. <laughs> like they did, they were like, "What the fuck did you put in there last time?" I don't know. I found some shit laying on a shelf, and uh, it worked out. I'm like, oh. I don't, I don't you think talk- there was a hipster do hipster bartender in in San Francisco who was like, "Dude, you know what we're missing in this? We're missing the gl- glucose maze." And breaking down of the A one C A one C six, they're just spouting off fucking uh, uh, prescription drug side effects, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, no, that's what we're missing." Um, have either of you guys had anything for Bold Rock? Bold Rock. I haven't heard of it. I haven't either. Well, so I've got this hard cider here. Oh, nice. And. They're out of North Carolina, and a coworker's brother works for them and lives out there. Okay. And a coworker of mine just gave me a six pack, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and I've got one left. But it's really good. Um, and I'm not really usually big on the ciders or anything fruity, yeah, uh, because it tends to give me a headache. But uh, these are really good. Um, it's it's really it's really dry. Yeah. Um. And and not over the top uh, on the on the fruit apple, um, but this is like Bold Rock Hard Cider IPA, and it says India pressed apple. So wow. kind of, I guess, a little cute play on words there. Not a it's actual subtle. IPA, but is, is, is it hopped? It <laughs> is. Yes, it, they call it a dry hopped cider. Well, there's oh, the fucking dry part. Yeah. I hadn't it read that. It's in the fine print. Has to be dry hopped. Yeah, okay. you boil on your side. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, was... I mean, big big makers use apple concentrate, so they yeah. guess they do boil over cider. Uh, uh, really? Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess they ain't taking time to. No, they got to well, make sure the cans of juice tons of apples. Yeah, well, they gotta they gotta um, produce all year, so concentrate's a good way to to essentially that makes put something sense. in a barrel for nine months or whatever. That's so. true. Yeah, I don't know this. They are out of North Carolina, Mills, uh, Mills River, North Carolina. Huh. I uh, I yeah. I really like dry hop ciders. Um, they're really I, they're even more interesting than the higher ABV ciders or the fruited ciders. Um, but dry hop ciders that I've had that have been really dr- like traditional ciders that are really really dry. Uh, those are they're they're f- fucking great. There was a cidery that started in Austin that was not Austin East Ciders. I forget what it was, but they were pouring samples out of Jester King one time when I was down visiting Frank. And um, I remember tasting their stuff. They did like wild fermentation of dry traditional dry ciders, and then they dry hopped it with uh, Citra and Centennial. You know, some like traditional um, like American hops. And it produced this like dry, funky, fun liquid uh, that smelled phenomenal. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan too, um, spe- especially when it's done, done right. Uh, 
and yeah, you, you get these like really nice, you'll get tropical notes from it just, just from the hops. You'll get, uh, like stone fruit notes. Oh, it's, yeah. I've had some like pretty good, uh, dry, say dry hop, just hop ciders in general. Um, Parker, this brings up a good question. You said you've had about five of these up to this point. Yes. Have you had them all out of a can? And these are in a bottle. Okay. Have you had them all in a what, bottle? What color is the bottle? <laughs> it's brown. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Good. So no, no light pollution. Um, have you? Uh, what I'm asking is, have you poured them into a glass at this up to this point? No, actually, I have not. Yeah. There um, we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> why? Why? If I fucking like it right now, right? Like. Okay. Well, calm down. I mean, off, okay, so I'm going to get some aromatics out of it if I pour it into a glass, I guess. Yeah, it's the same thing that you would get from a uh, a beer, like an IPA that you have out of a bottle versus you pour it into a glass and you start picking up those piney characteristics that you didn't get out of the bottle where you just got bitterness. You might get something yeah. completely different. And, again, if it tastes like shit, fuck me, pour, drink it out of the bottle. Okay. Pour it back into my bottle. Yeah, get your, get your butt funnel out pour it back <laughs> yeah. into the bottle and be like, yeah, fuck Brian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I had that conversation with a goddamn coworker in the beer industry, and we're like, "Yeah, I like my Miller Lite out of a bottle." I go, "Have just random question? Have you ever had Miller Lite out of a glass? You just pour out of the bottle into the glass? No, why the fuck would I do that?" I'm like, "Okay, cool. All right, just you know, maybe give it a shot. I don't know. Just just saying, you might find something more in the beer that you like. Ugh, <laughs> fuck, I have time for that? Okay, all right. No. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I." I have, I mean, per your instructions uh, over the last couple of years, started enjoying more of my beers uh, in the appropriate glass, and I and I do concede that, you know, I have not, I have yet to discover one where I'm like, oh, well, that tastes like dog shit, but I liked it better than the bottle. Um, so I'm sure you're right about this on that cider. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know. It, remember, guys, I'm on the go, so I'm just slamming oh. these, doing eight down the highway. <laughs> I forgot and I, sign bombing <laughs> with my bottle. <laughs> you just eat cold spaghettios, <laughs> cold spaghettios, throwing empty cider bottles out of the window in the neighbors' yards. Precisely. Oh my god. Speaking of, yeah. I had, uh, I made a venture onto my uh, homeowners association's Facebook page today. God, I I don't know why I thought I would punish myself this morning, but I clicked through there, and um, there is a man who has taken to trolling the HOA Facebook page. Uh, that guy has too much time on his hands. Well, I yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. He has taken time to uh, too much time on my hands. He's taken time to. Taking photos of people parked in the wrong direction around the neighborhood, like on the wrong sides of the road, and then making up excuses as to why they didn't have enough time to park going the right direction. And the excuses are absolutely insane. Like, uh, had to go in real quick and get his butt plug cream. And, <laughs> like, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking insanity how this person has not been kicked off the HOA Facebook page yet. But it's it's ridiculous. And as I say that, I was logging on Facebook to give some more gems. And this is the first fucking thing. This is why I don't get on Facebook, first off. This is goddamn horrifying. This is just says, house on fire on wild rose. And it's just a fucking house in flames in my neighborhood. So <laughs> that's neat. Love that. I fucking... Facebook you know, sucks. They didn't... Everybody, everybody come out with your buckets because everybody's looking at yeah. the itch. 
the Homeowners Association Facebook. Yeah, bucket Brigade. Brigade. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know that person didn't uh, bother to call nine one one either. They were like, "I'm put this shit on the Facebook page, yeah. and that's good." Oh my god, it's just the fucking worst. The, the, the dregs of society. Anyway, this one dude who is uh, who who is uh, trolling the Facebook page said something about like, "Hey, can you get your kids out in the middle of the road? I'm really busy." Oh no, 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 that's what it was. He said. Uh, if you could, when you're putting up your Christmas decorations this year, could you refrain refrain from only blue and red lights? Because when I see them flashing when I come around a corner, I get really freaked out and have to slam on the brakes and hide my bourbon. And I don't have time for all that when I'm trolling around the neighborhood trying to not hit kids. This <laughs> <laughs> is probably a guy that gets mad at kids playing street hockey. Uh, he gets mad at kids, period. Uh, he's uh, This dude just seems like the worst. Yeah, I think... Uh... Actually, a cocktail it's, underneath his car. Oh, shit. Is street hockey a thing anymore? I, used to, no, I don't think so. I really don't think so. Uh, kids playing outside in general is not a thing anymore, Derek. They got fucking video games. And, and people outside trying to touch their buttholes. Well, that's always been a thing. We just didn't really know about it or, yeah. or care to. As publicized. Yeah. It was a working hazard of being a child. It was, <laughs> it was only in the, in the Catholic Church. A working, a working yeah. hazard? Uh, <laughs> Goddamn! Goddamn! Yeah. No, there's always been creepers. I remember one time being on bikes, like with buddy down at the like neighborhood park, and some classic creeper van pulls up, and he was trying to trying to tell us that um he had a bunch of coupons at his house for something. I don't know. I, this is 25 years ago. And, um, and if we just, yeah, we could just yeah, leave our bikes there. Yeah. Oh, dude, straight up. Straight up. And my buddy was like hook, line, and sinker. Like, yeah, that sounds pretty fucking legit. I'll take some Taco Bell coupons. And and I had to be the the, the parent in this situation. <laughs> I was like, no, I think, we're, I think we're straight, man. Thanks. Like, get on your fucking bike and ride. <laughs> Because, yeah, it just saved him from being a statistic. Uh, oh so, there's always been uh, those people, unfortunately, uh, and I wish them all the absolute worst and hope yeah. they die miserable deaths. But what can you do? I, yeah, I, to Derek's point, it, to Derek's point, it literally, like when growing up, it literally was just a, all right, you guys go have fun out there. Keep that butthole tight. All right. We'll see you back before dark, huh? Dude, yeah, and they didn't like worry because they haven't talked to us in three hours. Like, well, yeah. no news is good news. Yeah, they're like, yeah. it's like you could be like two states away by this time. <laughs> like, no, they don't give a shit. No, I mean, I mean, we used to go play in like a retention pond, like climb a fence and go play in a retention pond. That seems safe. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, like with like rusty stuff, and <laughs> I remember like. Did you guys ever play on frozen ponds? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I had that friends was like that did that. Yep, I. Uh, if, if <laughs> I'm just shaking my head thinking about my kids playing on a frozen pond, I would have their asses. I remember that we had uh, it was like a like two back to back snow days. Couldn't go to school. Came back, and I remember this one kid was walking with a limp. I'm like, "What the hell happened?" He's like, oh, "I fell on a pond. <laughs> I fell on a stock pond," and then my my dad had to come pull me out. Because I was so cold, my pants like filled up with water. I couldn't get out of the mm-hmm. pond. I was like, uh, 
It dawned on me at that point. I'm like, you're not very fucking smart. I'm going to stop hanging out with you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Why were you on a pond? Dude, uh, you're trying to ice skate, man. I guess. You know, it's like we don't live in freaking Frankville up in Minnesota. You know, like our ponds here don't freeze two and a half (laughs) feet thick where you can drive a A Abrams tank over them. Yeah. Uh, You know, here it's like half an inch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, I remember doing it. Uh, I actually fell in at the creek one time and was just like your dumb buddy, like waist deep. And I was so cold by the time we got to my house. And my parents were like, "What the fuck happened to you?" And I'm like, "Fell into the creek," you know. And they're, you know, they're like, instead of like, "Oh my god, I'm so thankful you're alive," it was like, "Take your wet clothes off and get in the shower. You're grounded." Because like, <laughs> I was like muddy as fuck too. Yeah. Dude, I I don't understand how we survived. Mm-hmm. I really don't. No, I mean, dude. Think about it though. Like our parents before us are probably thinking, "Oh, these these kids are so coddled." Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. They yeah, they were like, we we stayed at home by ourselves from the age of four. Like, you know, yeah. There was no daycare. There was. Your ass got dropped off, you know, via the bus, and you didn't see mom or dad until six thirty. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah my my parents were too old for that shit. They were all at like retirement age when I was in elementary school, so really didn't have to worry about all that. I couldn't fucking. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a plus, I guess. I, no, it's not. I didn't have. I couldn't have fun or have friends. They're like. <laughs> it might be a minus. Like you didn't get to do all that. That might work. be a minus. I didn't get to do <laughs> shit, man. About. Yeah, like all the fun stuff that you do. Like I didn't go play at Billy's house. No, my parents were like, "Fuck Billy, you're staying here. Do you want? What do you want to do? You want to go out to dinner tonight, or you want to go to Billy's house?" Like, nah, Olive Garden sounds pretty good. All right, we're going to Olive Garden. Fuck Billy. Just so we're clear, fuck Billy. You know, it used to piss me off whenever I like go over to friend's house for like stay over or stay over sleepovers, whatever. Um. My mom, she would always come pick me up the next morning, I swear, at 8 a.m., like or fucking 7.30 sometimes. She'd be waiting out. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, hey, this is part, you know. It's part of the, the deal. This is part like- of it is you kind of stay over and friends, Billy's mom cooks breakfast the next morning. You guys hang out. Okay. If you're lucky, Billy's come mom. Maybe up at like 10.30, 11. No, she was always like, I'd be like. What she's like? They don't want you over there. You get I'm getting you out of their hair, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're cool with me. Like, I don't know. They should just tick me off. Yeah, my mom used to do the same damn thing. But I was like, you know, maybe Billy's mom's gonna come out and make breakfast, and not wear a bra. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna love hanging out over there, and like maybe Billy's mom and I'll date later on when Billy's dad leaves because we know that they will leave because he was drunk all night last night. It was fine. Like it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah, Billy's mom's tits look like they're in a fight with each other. Yeah, they're just fucking knocking back and forth like those uh, those uh, fucking clackers that you have on uh, desks where you drop one ball yeah. and the other one hits and goes the other the way. Pendulum. Yeah, classic. Those and the uh, stress relieving balls in the nineties. Uh, yeah, somebody made millions of dollars and has like a, a hundred and eighty foot yacht from those. Uh, you remember those little things, the two of them that you would rotate inside your, like in your oh, palm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the steel balls. Yeah. Um, they had little bells inside of them. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, I was so stressed out four minutes ago until I started rotating these things in my palm. Now I'm zen. Derek, do you want to do you want to help him out on this? Because yeah, yeah. The, the modern day version of that is the the fidget spinner. Have you guys? Oh, seen yeah, that? dude. I got one of my, yeah. I got one of my desk yeah. right here. Some, somebody's making a lot of money on that. Yeah. Um. They're called drug dealers. I'm pretty sure they're the same ones. There's like because yeah. you go into vape shops, they're nothing but fidget spinners and fucking vape liquid. Which yeah, is, I sent you guys a picture of that that vape shop here, and yeah. they had they spent money to get a banner that said, "We also have fidget spinners now" or something like that. And I was like, "Jesus, you're really doubling down because the vape's not paying the rent." Surprised they didn't misspell fidget, fucking idiots. Oh. God damn. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying that those vape shops are starting to die out like left and right. Dude, they're about to come back tenfold up in Oklahoma, especially How? because they're getting into the CBD oil business, dude. They're diversifying with their portfolio. I you uh, think I, you you think I'm kidding, but just wait. Just why would you not wait. just go online and order the three year supply of vape for for nineteen ninety nine rather than Parker. going in and getting raped in person, Parker? Because yeah. you can't use food stamps online at the vape it's shops. True. There, true. you figure out some back alley way to trans transfer your uh, your government money into vape credits. <laughs> I don't know. They, they, they'll figure it out. Uh, I think I'm going to start so counterfeiting the, food stamps. Good. What's the medical marijuana situation in Oklahoma? I know it's legal now, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. I don't know. I haven't seen any change. The vape. Sh- I thought the vape shops would be like just just doing that. <laughs> no, we have Why to not? like be an actual dispensary. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's just any ragtag gas station can sell you know, medical marijuana. I think, I mean, I, I think there are some rules and regs to it that, uh, application processes and I'm sure a substantial amount of money, you know, I, I yeah. doubt that you can just get into a dispensary license for $25 and, and an online class like you can to become a pastor or a vape uh, store owner. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, so there's like, I guess I'm not like understanding like the there's hurdles to or barriers to entry. Are, yeah, uh, yeah. I think the the vape shops and and I don't know maybe they're killing it, but I don't think it uh, that they're gonna have the the bankroll or the I don't know don't mental fortitude to to pursue pursue a dispensary license. I don't know. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. So I was, I was thinking like they have some, maybe similar clientele. Uh, you no. mean identical clientele? Well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But the, you don't have to smoke cigarettes or try not to smoke cigarettes to also smoke weed, right? Oh, you mean to tell me the people who who use vape use vape pens and shit are trying to wean themselves off the cigarettes? Well, hundred percent. No, they that were they just got a different vice now, and it's in the form of a little vape pen, right? Okay. All right. Well, I like hearing people tell me about how cool their vape pen is. That is one thing that I love. Oh, dude. Yeah. Check mine out, man. It's got LEDs on it and a USB charging port. Like, what? Dude, if for any, like, I've, I've, I am well aware how nerdy and annoying my hobbies are, but I have never thought to myself, this dipshit looks like he wants to hear about my boil kettle size. Let me tell him about my weldless valve that I put on here. Never. That has never fucking happened. But someone who, with a vape pen that's decked out, 
Ooh, they want to tell you about so many of the carbon fiber covers that they have available for them. Uh, yeah. Like pimp my vape. Yeah. <sighs> so, so I've honestly never hung out with anybody that's that's like regularly smoking a vape pen. Good for you. You've you've hung out with the right people. That's why you're going to be. A, just, that's why you're going to be a fucking just doctor. Seen it done with marijuana. Like that's know. that's it. Oh, you mean cool kids? Yeah. What's that like? Oh. Mm. I don't know. It's, I it's mean, yeah, I know that they. It's kind of like, uh, your, like flavored stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I never bought into hookah. I kind of was always just like, I'd rather just get high. You guys want to go get high? And put a fucking charcoal on top of this thing with foil. and It's just a water. Uh, it's a oh, water have you, pipe. Have you tried the peach mango berry? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Just go get high. I did used to make my own uh, hookah bowls. It was pretty sweet. But again, I never told anybody, whoa, dude, you should check out how sweet my hookah bowls are. But it, did you actually take something away from it, or was it just like the social aspect of? No, it was the social you aspect. Sitting of there it. with four people, it was a social, passing this little freaking thing around. It was a social aspect of it, but uh, there was some shisha, uh, especially once I got deep into it. There's some shisha that had uh, pretty high levels of of like actual tobacco. What the fuck? What? What? I don't know. Whatever the shit in cigarettes that uh, makes you feel get that head rush. Nicotine. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Nicotine. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian. It's oh, God damn it. Uh, yeah, that had high levels of nicotine in it, and you could blend that back with the non-nicotine version of shishas, and you can get a pretty good head rush. But again, you're fucking getting a head rush. What is it? What are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing? You're just not like you're not getting high off your ass. I haven't. You're just sitting around with people swapping spit on a fucking stick. Exactly. It's weird. Um, but to Derek's point, no, I don't. I, I I also. I neither do I. I don't hang out with a bunch of people who fucking smoke vapor, vape. I don't. I don't hang out with a lot of vapes, vapes dudes. <laughs> I don't even know what to fucking call them. Yeah, we're giving we're giving them a label label now. Yeah, oh vapors. yeah, vapors. That makes sense. Uh, it's a, it's uh, a gender pronoun. Uh, yeah, I prefer vape 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 bros. That's what I prefer. <laughs> but yeah, no, there I don't know. It's a uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you though. Just fucking smoke weed. Just smoke legalize <laughs> marijuana. We can all fucking enjoy it and we all have that baseline of like <laughs> I've gotten really fucking high. It was fun and then I'm uh, still a productive citizen and I'm not high all the time. Thank you. Much like alcohol, like whoo, I've been really fucking drunk before. I know what that's like. But I'm still a productive citizen, and I'm going to move on in life. Show up to work drunk. Yeah, exactly. I think we can all agree that that is a thing that we can all do responsibly and move on with our lives. Right. But, but maybe a little hungover before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No. I, listen, if you've if you've had ready if you're if you have access to alcohol, uh, and you've never been hungover, what are you doing, bro? Probably not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not doing it right. Uh, I'm sorry, I guess. Sorry, I had a sneeze again. Uh, Things get out of control around my house after midnight. You know, I start breaking down. Body parts start yeah. falling off. It's and normal. you start falling asleep. Let's talk about that. Uh, when you came to, were you just like <laughs> reclined and you, you're like, Think it was like three a.m. at first, uh, dude. I thought it was yeah. No, I thought it was much later than an hour past when I was supposed to be awake. I was telling Derek, 
I had set an alarm before I even came into the brew room. I'm like, 1025, it's going to go off. It's going to be great. I had everything set up in here. My computer was up. Everything was plugged in, ready to rock and roll. And I just fucking, my brain turned off at about 10.05. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck was going on. I just went to sleep. And I came to, and I realized what had happened was um, my phone has a a setting on it. Basically, it was in a do not disturb mode after 10 o'clock. So I only have like my emergency contacts can call me or text me and it comes through my phone, but everything else is just dead to me, including alarms. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. You can't even disturb yourself. Yeah, no, I try. <laughs> I try not to disturb myself at all. I came to, and I, I looked down at my phone and, uh, I, all I saw was, uh, Brian is currently getting lucky. I was like, Oh shit. What does Parker, <laughs> what does Parker know that I don't? And I was like, oh, no, he's just taking a guess, and he's wrong. He's very wrong. I'm just asleep by myself yeah. in the room. No, apparently, yeah, you, you were not getting lucky. No, no, not even in my dreams. Yeah, say, it actually, depends how vivid those dreams were. So. No, nah, they weren't vivid enough. I'm just still dry down there, still still a desert. It's all good. You didn't, didn't have any nocturnal emissions in your pantalones? Nocturnal emissions, that's so good. That should be the name of our band. When we start a band, we're going to be called the Nocturnal em- Parker and the Nocturnal Ad- Emissions. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck that up and be like Parker and the Nocturnal Admissions, and it just changes uh, the whole premise of our band. Yeah, it's just people getting admitted at night. Yeah. Do you have your Do you have your ticket? <laughs> do you have your ticket? God, it's the worst. I'll gladly be the front man for that. Uh, have y'all ever had dreams? where you're doing work in your dream and you wake up and you have to go to work and you're that much more pissed off that you've spent your fucking night dreaming about shit that you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. That's when you know, like you're not doing something right when you're dreaming about the shit that you have to get done. Dude. I had one of those days like Wednesday and I honestly, I almost fucking called in sick to work. Cause I was like, I fucking, I'm going to punch somebody when I get there. This is so You're like, I, I already put in three hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, you guys don't know how hard I worked last night in this fucking dream job. Okay. It was ridiculous. Uh, uh, yeah. Fucking. That's a. the worst. Dreams are crazy, dude. Yeah. How do we all agree that we're just like, ah, we're going to go to sleep. Don't fuck me. Don't fuck. Don't put anything in my butt or my mouth while I'm asleep. Okay. Everybody cool with that. We're cool. No one else. Yeah. That? I'm the only one that th- thought that that's where my uh, mind no. went first. I mean, I, I've, I've, I don't know what your home environment's like, but I've never been in fear <laughs> of people putting stuff in my butt. <laughs> if you need to talk off cast, we can, Brian. I'm here for you. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. I mean, dreams are just freaking crazy. Like, there's sometimes there's rhyme or reason. Sometimes they're just Ozzy Osbourne, just off the rails. I don't smoking crack. <laughs> I, I forget yeah. the, I forget the comedian who was talking about dreams but he was like you know what's wild is I had a dream the other night and in the dream I had to open a box and I thought to myself in the dream oh I created this box I know what's in the box like I created it with my mind I know what's inside my uh, I know what's inside the box and then he goes but it was almost like my brain said, no, fuck this guy. Make him open the box. Make him see what's in there. <laughs> He's like, I have to open the fucking box in my dream to figure out what's inside. My brain's being an asshole right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, no. Dreams suck. 
I just well, that sounds like lucid dreaming, though. Being able to control your dreams. Have you guys ever been in that state? I have. Dude, that's the best. Then you get to call the shots. That's like that little stupid fucking kid on the movie Blank Check. Wow, I, Blank yeah. Check has never been mentioned on this podcast before. That's a first. Jesus, throwback. Christ. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. You can do wow. whatever you want, and if that includes three chicks at the same time, then so be it. Yeah, you know, it's easy to go in that whole, like, oh, yeah, threesome be awesome, a brine sandwich, and I'm the meat, baby. Let's do this. But every time I dream, it like never goes always that has way. a second guy and then a girl. <laughs> it's always two guys, and I'm still the brine sandwich. I'm like, God damn it, every time. This sucks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like... My my dreams never go that direction. My dreams always go into some like inane bullshit of like, did you did you get this form filled out? You did. All right. And that's like the 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 climax of the dream was like, yep, no, everything was filled out correctly. Whew. I'm, that's great. I wonder if I shut my garage door or not. Yeah, and you're like, in the dream, you peek outside and look, and you're like, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> that's a good dream right there. That's a good dream. Maybe it's I don't live a, a like a, an exciting enough life, huh? Oh, perhaps I don't know. I mean, I I, I guess like, uh, do you dream a lot? Do you dream much, Brian or Derek? Um, I dreamed a dream of times gone by. You know, huh? Um, it's a late Miz song. Yeah, uh, it's definitely not the not the things that I not the things that I dream about. Um, answer the question, Brian. Do I dream a lot? Yeah. Um, On the reg? Probably or once a month? Probably like two, three times a week. I'll have okay. like dreams that I'm like that are pretty pretty vivid. Pretty memorable. What about you, Derek? Uh yeah, a lot of times I'll dream and then but it's I'll wake up first and then go back to sleep Ooh. in the dream. Okay. So that's cool whenever you can go back to it. Well well it's I don't have a dream. It's it's like a, I'm I'm like I'll wake up like too early or something. Like I'm going back to bed, okay. and then and then then I'll like get a dream on that like last hour oh. or two that I'm, that I'm that I'm sleeping. When you're in like a lighter sleep, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you guys ever had a like an Inception type dream where you like dream that you're dreaming? Yes. Yes, and that's uh, so freaky. I haven't had one in probably ten years, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've had a one where. I was I thought I was having a lucid dream, <laughs> and then I, then I woke up and I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, and then like stuff happened, and then I woke up for real. Oh, so yeah, I was like this is odd. <laughs> That's how That's they get when you. you really have to pinch yourself. Yeah, it's like well, I wish I wish that was that way, but no, it wasn't. I wish it was <laughs> that way. Yeah, no, I've had I've had dreams where it's like. Uh, I've had the opportunity to like wake up, like the dream has gone so horribly awry. Like something has been like life alteringly bad. Yeah. In the middle of the dream, I'm like, no, wait, dumbass. You can just wake up and you'll be fine. And, and it's that point that I like double down and I try to go back in the dream and like, yeah, let's see how fucking far we can go in this jacked up ass situation. And I'm like, yeah, then I end up waking up. It's never fun. Yeah. But, but even on those, like sometimes whenever you wake up for like even a few seconds, you still are like, oh shit. I'm, I'm wanted for murder. I killed two people. Like, I gotta go check my bank account real quick. I think something bad's going on here. Like, yeah, like you even still have to like talk yourself off that ledge. Like, 
no, you didn't kill anybody that you were dreaming. Like what? Why are you, why are you killing? Why are you dreaming about killing people in the first place? It's a different question for your uh, psychiatrist. No, but, you just put that down. You push that down, push that out of the way. Don't even worry about that question. Dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I guess, I mean, you can like, uh, train yourself to be able to control your own dreams. That would and, be like, dope. Dude, yeah, there's a whole there, – you can go to, like, seminars, dude. I've, like, looked into this shit. Is it, like, um, a Tony Robbins-type seminar? It's, it's, yeah, it's Tony Robbins after dark. Pun intended <laughs> there. Um, <laughs> and, and people, they uh, – in their sleep, they sleepwalk over burning coals. Ah, um, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's just as effective. <laughs> yeah, and then they wake up and go to the hospital. Um no, you can uh, like – I guess uh, if you constantly ask yourself these questions, you know, your brain is a is – a, um, I don't know, like anything with exercise. Like if you exercise your brain enough to think a, this a, way – A muscle. Then is that what you're – It's a muscle. Yeah, I guess it, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a yeah. okay Nicotine uh, was tough for me too. That's fine. But if you, you ask yourself um, – you know, am I awake? Am I dreaming? Am I awake? Am I dreaming? Like, and you can pinch yourself, of course. Um, but then more than that, I guess um, a good way to do it is like in in the, we'll call it awake state, uh, you look at a speed limit sign and it says 45 miles per hour. If you look away and look back at that same sign, it's still going to say 45 miles per hour. That's how you know that you are in an awake state. But in the dream world or realm, if you will, you look at that sign that says 45 miles per hour, you look away, and then you look back. It may have Chinese characters on it or a picture of a naked dude or something. Like, apparently, text doesn't um, transfer uh, effectively in a dream. So if you find yourself and you look and it says 45 and then you look back and it says, you know, stop – then your brain starts to pick up on those cues like, wait a second, I'm dreaming right now. Andrew, you're dreaming, you're dreaming, you're dreaming. And then at which point in time, whenever you, you know, since you've exercised your brain to think that way, then you can kind of control it and say, oh, okay, I know what this is. I'm in the video game right now. So now I get to call the shots. Um, yeah, except I, now that you've told us that, now my brain knows that. And I was like, oh, fuck, I got to remember text. This motherfucker is going to try to he's just going to try to freak me out here and try to double double back and check my answers and I'm I got to fucking now my brain gotcha. in my dream is going to remember that and fucking and jack with me even more. Uh I don't know. You don't know how my brain works. Brian, Brian you're not smart. You're not that smart. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good <laughs> uh, you know what? I put my mind at ease right there. <laughs> I led with Brian you're not smart. I'm that smart. No, no, you're you were correct the first time. Brian, you're not smart. Yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. That's good point. Your yeah. brain's Brian, I don't care how much you exercise your brain. You're never going to be able to control your own dreams. Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> like, hey stupid. Yep. Me? Me? You're talking Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely not. I'm going to pull it off. I guess don't pay for those seminars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you remember when we when we covered those the first time, like early, early on in uh in the podcast, we talked about the Tony Robbins seminar that happened in Plano or Frisco, yeah. Texas, where all those people had to go to the hospital because they stopped on the burning coals to take selfies. 
Oh, it was a traffic jam. <laughs> yeah, it was a traffic jam, and it sent a bunch of people to the fucking hospital. <laughs> God bless. Oh, that that was the best. I was so proud yeah. of Texas at that moment. Oh, like, dude. Yeah. yeah, none of those people are going to become successful. No, 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 no. no they just got skin grafts on their feet now. Those dipshits. Watch. One, one of them like accidentally like stumbled into an MLM, and they're like, look at me. I got a million fucking dollars. Just stopping to Tony Robbins Coles changed my life. <laughs> now everybody else is going to be like, I'm fucking throwing themselves on coals and burning themselves. Like, oh, I'm trying to get rich. Yeah. I, I don't know. Have you ever heard of a millionaire that's been like, oh, I went to this conference with Tony Robbins and it just, just like changed everything. And then now I made a million dollars. Yeah. I don't no. hang out with a whole lot of millionaires. Just like you don't hang out with a lot of people who vape. I don't hang out yeah. with a lot of millionaires. <laughs> well, it's just like a story on TV. Like, maybe oh, yeah. No. Or something. It's like, oh, I don't really hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, on that same uh, point, Derek, uh, I saw somebody, uh, this was on FaceBang, but it was like, uh, have you ever noticed that your successful friends don't post all these like motivational post all the time and the you know right. like these quotes from successful people and all like yeah. they don't post any of that shit. It's always <laughs> the people that are like, you know I don't I don't know. I, I'm I don't mean to put anybody down, but it's no the, go no ahead. Successful people. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with quit quit posting like motivational stuff on, on on, online it's and, and be be motivated to actually fucking do something i'm gonna yeah, post just, that just, real do, just do things Don't i gotta post i gotta post this conversation real uh, quick. Yeah. yeah gotta post about it gotta gotta post that hang in there kitty picture <laughs> i'm gonna do you know what i've been it's been my personal mission this last week to get get mike gundy to block nobody left behind's twitter handle i think i might start <laughs> doing that of just everything it just start posting motivational shit and tagging Gun- coach gundy <laughs> And uh, just make it heinous shit now. Just like a kitty hanging in there. And we're like, but an actual kitty hanging, hanging like via yeah. noose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, people would be shook as fuck. I don't know. Oh, what the dude. Hell. Yeah. Uh, I the fucking people suck. I I don't understand. I brought that up to a friend um, about another friend that we that I went to high school with. And I was like, you know what? I fucking had to stop following him on Facebook. And this is this is a while back, because as everyone knows, I don't fucking Facebook anymore. But this is a while back, and I was like, you know, I had to fucking stop dealing with this guy. And they're like, why? I'm like, well, because he posts goddamn Jean Claude Van Damme motivational memes, <laughs> and he's like, I'm getting my life together today. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. Like, I'm, I, my life is nowhere near together. It isn't. But I don't sit here and fucking tell other people how close it is to being together via Jean-Claude Van Damme memes. I have better fucking things to do, yeah. like try to get my goddamn life together. It's, it's insanity. Like, you, you said that last week, and then and then you yeah. like, fell on your face. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Michael oh, Scott. Yeah. Like, all right. Whether you nice. think you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is no try. There's just do yourself or something. I don't know. Fucking. There's a Yoda quote in there. Oh yeah, put some Gandhi stuff in there too. Yeah. No, I think uh, no real left behind should just become a motivational page for everybody. 
that's basically what we've gotten to. Uh, we're going to become a successful podcast because we tell other people how successful we, we're thinking about being like we can motivate people to not be like us. Now that, that, that could actually work. Yeah. You know, we could fucking, we can make, we can inspire people to not waste their time making a podcast. <laughs> to do more with their lives. Uh, slightly more with their lives. Yeah, sure. God, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Do you think we can get Frank to uh, run that page for us? I think he'd be really good. You know? <laughs> no. He's just fucking ragging on uh, political members uh, around the country and they're just posting motivational memes. That's his job. And we would be great at that. Give him some ridiculous title, too. And whatever his pay is, double it, because we need him. Just Currently, we pay him $0 for the podcast here, so 0 times 2 is uh, still 0, so we're good. Yep. yep. Sounds yeah. like it's well, well within our budget to do this. Uh, we fucking... Oh my god! I need another beer. I, I, I gotta, I gotta grab another yeah. beer. Anybody else drink anything different? I am. Okay, I'm drinking a. Uh, tell us about that while I do this. I will. I will do that, Brian. I'm drinking another beer from Broken Arrow Brewing Company. Um, it's a Belgium quad. It's called uh, Father Dominic Abbey, um, and it rings in at nine percent alcohol. Ooh, and it's, it's all there, that's for sure. It's probably going to be my nightcap. Because there's no going from this to this cider that I'm looking at here on the table. <laughs> oh, you could. I could. You absolutely could do that. It's, it's like dessert. Yeah. I could. But it, no. I shan't, but I could. I shan't. I'm probably going to be balls deep in my pillow here in about 30 minutes. Oh, well, that's what I said about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> you were in a chair with all the lights on. I was in a chair. Well, I just had the lamp on. So okay. it was nice mood lighting, you know, a fucking LED lamp right in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I fall asleep anywhere that if I fucking sit down for too long, I will straight up fall asleep. I've become an old man. It's awful. There's no there's nothing wrong with that. I'm right there with you, man. Like any time of day, I'll just fucking fall asleep. Like, oh, no one's talking right now. I'm not responsible for anyone's life at the moment. And my brain turns off. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, I went to this, like, hoity-toity luncheon thing for work the other day, and I nearly fell asleep. I mean, it was it was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Have you ever seen anybody fall asleep at work in a fucking meeting? Yes, and it is a beautiful thing. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, there was a guy who I worked with who literally fell asleep in a meeting like eight years before I started working for the company. And uh, up until last year, when he quit, they called him They called him Sleepy to his fucking face in the middle of meetings. Like, hey, Sleepy, you got anything to contribute? <laughs> One fucking time, like a decade prior, and still oh, wow. calling him Sleepy. <laughs> That's all it takes, though. When you yeah. fucking start snoring when the boss is talking, that shit leaves a mark. Yeah. Oh, 
fucking a. Derek, are you drinking anything differently? Or different? Drinking anything different? <laughs> are you drinking anything differently? Are you, you drinking know? it through a straw <laughs> now? Fucking butt bonging uh, beers at the moment, or? God yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just bonged a, a Carlsberg. Oh, uh, um, which it's a pretty good beer, uh, Pilsner. Right, I think it's Pilsner. Should yeah, Carlsberg. Yeah, five uh, percent. Um, kind of, kind of bitter compared to what. what are, it's a, it's a German Pilsner, correct? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe so. Let me, let me make sure. Huh. We're getting into Copenhagen. That's not in Germany. That's Denmark. No. Yeah. No, uh, but well, okay, but I mean, German Pilsner isn't a style, correct? Style, yeah, yeah. I would, I would classify it as German Pilsner. So those are they're they're, they're a little more bitter. Yes, what I remember. So. Yeah, they're a little more bitter, but they're oddly enough, um, like Bohemian Pilsners have more hops. Huh? But it's the water profile it makes all the okay. difference. Hey, that brings up a great question. Um, okay, how long? Has it been since you guys have beer bonged a beer? Good question. I have actually never beer bonged a beer. What? Yeah. Um, Brian. Yeah, dead, dead ass. Never beer went, bonged a beer. You went through four years in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and you didn't beer bong a beer? No, nah, I've chugged many a beer. I've shotgunned beers. I'm trying yeah, to think. Shot, shotgun was the, probably the... I've probably done that within the last three years. Dude, I, I shot two gun years, maybe. earlier this year. Oh, nice. I shotgunned a beer. Uh, the last time I shotgunned a beer was actually at par- the, the birth of Parker's last child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you for that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that all, I seriously almost got fired for that. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it was the brand of beer that I was shotgunning on camera that got me in trouble. Oh, yeah. okay. It was not a good look. Anyway, it got into the, <laughs> that video got into the wrong hands, which is why it's not available on any of our social media pages. Okay. Yeah, it was. Well, uh, man, it was rough. Anyway, well worth it. Well worth it. Um, Thanks. And before that, I, I think, I think it was the. <laughs> remember that time that we were we were uh, thanking uh, our like seven hundred followers on Facebook. Yes. And we all did ceremonial shotguns. We did do that. And it was like a nasty beer. Didn't we have to like choose a nasty beer? No, it turned into that because Willem's dumbass chugged that hot, that pepper cider. And he was like, everybody has to do this. And, uh, (laughs) you drank that Lilo Coppoli wit beer from Avery. Yeah. Um, Frank, remember the, Oh my god, yeah. Frank! Him wearing the fuck Texas shirt. <laughs> yeah, Frank wore a shirt that said "fuck Texas," and then chugged like a twenty-four ounce uh, Michelada or some bullshit. Gross. It was a great, it was a great video because it was clearly him by himself in his kitchen shooting this uh-huh. damn thing. Well, he had to do two takes, so he like he, just he, shotgunned forty-eight ounces of beer within a couple minutes. Oh no, he didn't do two takes. I did two takes. Oh, you. Okay. Yeah, because the first one that I did, I was having Mrs. Brian help me shoot it, and uh, I was drinking sixteen ounce cans of Keystone Light, <laughs> and uh, no, it was great. It was a wonderful experience. Um, mm. The first one, I couldn't get the fucking can. Oh no, I tried to do it with a free tail beer, which we'll get to that in a second. Um, I tried to do that with a free tail beer, and I couldn't get the can to open up. Like I couldn't open the pop top of the can. So I looked like a dumbass. 
So I was like, no, I'm going to fix this. So I did it with a 16-ounce Keystone light, and I poured beer all over myself. <laughs> it was just not a good look. It was super bad. Um, but yeah, uh, free tail. Derek, did you ever have free tail when you were here in Dallas? Uh, or not in, that I in, remember in Texas because they're they're actually based in San Antonio. Uh, uh, do, when uh, this is probably a question you don't know. What do you know when they came out? Yeah, they've been around for a while, like a, a, a long while. But they were a small brew pub in San Antonio from like 2010 ish, 2011. I don't know. Uh, it, it it doesn't really matter if if you've had them, cool. But um, here let me, in te- let me look because it's sounding familiar because I've lived in San Antonio for a while. Um, here in Texas, they're kind of um, they're pretty well known because they're the owner Scott Shalalik. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Sounds right. He okay. Fact check. Fact checker. <laughs> everything comes out correct there. <laughs> he. Um, I've definitely had free tail. You have? I've, I've been, yeah, I've, I've been to that. that uh, but not to be mistaken or confused with rough tail. Not to be confused no, 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 with rough no, tail or, spl- or uh, split tail from <laughs> uh, Washington State. It's real. It's a real fucking mess. Wait, there's an actual brewery called split tail? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, so have they become like? So they've got the yeast. Do what, Derek? Free tail's become pretty like popular. They've they've, they've moved past just to being a brew pub. No, they, well, they've moved past being a brew pub. So they may, they've opened up a second brew pub. Oh, okay. 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 So anyway, oh Metzger, Jesus Christ, Schlegel. Brew, what the fuck? Brew I was pub about? squared. Yeah, brew pub zizzes. Anyway, they've just got the fake brewing equipment behind a glass, but they are really more interested in serving quesadillas. Yeah. Right, uh, I fucking hate those places. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, Parker. Um, you know what I'm talking about, though. Vaguely, I guess at this point, I don't really know. Okay. I mean, they're going to make a lot more money off the beer just because the quesadillas. Um, uh, the quesadilla. I'll have the quesadilla anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, Scott Metzger posted on Friday that he said, "Today, I've parted ways with Freetail Brewing." And it's been an amazing 10 years, uh, blah, 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 blah. That's important because Scott is actually, he was the head of the lawsuit to sue um, the state of Texas or TABC in general for breweries, brew pubs, manufacturers to sell their own product from their, from the spot of manufacturing. So you, okay. uh, he's all for not having to have a brew pub license, but be able to sell uh, to go product from your store, like from your, your so facility, growler, sort of thing. Uh, not even growler, but selling packaged beer uh, from okay. from a brewery, it's similar to what they do in Oklahoma, which is wild that Oklahoma has a law that's more progressive than Texas at this point, like from the get go. So, yeah, know, I, I, I've been on the West Coast too long. I'm just like taking, like, take, oh yeah, sure you can do that. Full advantage of normalcy, <laughs> like no, yeah. back over here in backwards ass middle America. Uh, like, whoa, 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 whoa. You want to make alcohol, son? Well, that's all you're going to do here. I mean, we have to sell it to someone. The fuck you do? You're not selling it to anybody. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they he was actually, uh, he led the lawsuit along with Michael Petacolis and a few other people in the DFW brew scene, as well as uh, some people in Houston and Austin brew scene. 
And Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich was there. She was um, more of a distraction than useful, <laughs> but she was there. Anyway, it, it's 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 weird that wide mouth Julia Roberts to play her role. <laughs> oh, you know, somewhere Frank is just seething. Mad. I know that was for you, Frank. Um, yeah, but no, he he resigned from Freetail, which is is wild. That he used to be the face of that brewery, like more so than most other breweries in the state of Texas. Like Michael oh. Pedicolis is pretty well the forefront. I mean, it's in his fucking name, but Pedicolis Brewing and Michael Pedicolis are one on one, and then Scott Metzger and I, I just call him Scott and, and, and you call fuck him up his Mets. fuck you up his last him. name. Um, pet name. Uh, he's he's the face of a free tale. There's not really many other people that uh, that have that in the state of Texas. So it's it's weird that he's going. Uh, why did he resign? Never said. He um, he had several long posts on the old Twitter tweets, um, similar to my anti Gundy posts that I did earlier this week. Um, too long, didn't read, and he didn't do a TLDR. So I'm assuming it was to be with his family and to maybe lower his fucking blood pressure and maybe up his meme game. Because he used to. The other thing that got Scott really popular in uh, social media is that anybody who would talk shit on Freetail Brewing, he would fucking run them into the ground with, like, well, yeah, well, your ex girlfriend looks like she didn't like you that much either. So I guess your stout wasn't very good for her either. So you go fuck yourself. Like, I mean, maybe not to that level, but he wouldn't take shit from people. And good, good but, good, but it's good if you're. Like in this, if you're going to talk shit to people, you better make a fucking product that allows you to not have to talk shit to people. Because the moment that you start talking shit to people, and other people are like, "Yeah, no, actually, he's got a you know, this fucking uh, at Billy Badass two five four on Twitter's got a point, Scott. <laughs> Your Pilsner is pretty fucking weak." But that's subjective, though. No, I mean, no, I have not... a, no, I have an educated palate. I can tell you, it's not subjective anymore. I can fucking tell you, it's wrong. <laughs> like, but that's that's what you open yourself up to if you don't have a quality product, and you have people talking shit, and you want to talk shit back to them on the internet. Like, it's subjective to a point. You're correct. So, so is it an appropriate response just not to respond? Yes, that that's the best response. That's, that's, not, yeah, that's, that's the, what I would always go with. Best response is to shut response. your fucking mouth. <laughs> like, yeah. If it's like customer service related, then you can respond. But if it's right. quality related, like, like, hey, sorry you felt that way. You know, Let me know when next time you come into the brew pub and I'll sit down and have a pint with you. That's the best yeah. response, honestly. Sorry, I was about to sneeze. Um, I... I like that <laughs> or agree with it. I'm not really on social media, but yeah. Yeah. It's Derek, so you don't, uh, you don't social media eyes. I, th- I feel like you would be the best customer service person on, on social media. <laughs> Your responses would be really well thought out and in depth. Like <laughs> Just two words. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Sorry for coughing. Um, I'm having a new beer. Uh, right now, I'm having uh, Samuel Adams. I don't know if you ever heard of that little brewery, <laughs> North <laughs> Northeast. Uh, it's called Chocolate Bach. It is my favorite of their well, second second favorite of their winter seasonal brews. Derek, have you ever had this bad boy? I don't think so, but I'd probably like it because I remember I enjoyed Boulevard's Chocolate L. I don't even know if they make it. They they make it seasonally, like occasionally, sort of thing. Yeah, that thing um, has gone. It's gone. It's yeah, yeah. It's gone. 
I think the last year they made it was the last year that you were in Dallas, like the year that you smuggled like eight bottles out with you or some shit. I was like so super stoked about it. Yeah. That was the last year they made it. They were like, oh, Derek left the DFW market? Cool. We're not going to send any of that shit down there anymore. He was the only one buying it. I'm pretty sure he's the only one buying it. Now, this one is, uh, it is a, it's it's beer with cocoa and natural flavors added to it. And it's a Bach beer. So it's like five, 5.8% alcohol. Okay. But I'm just going to look and see if you can tell um, what sets it apart from a regular Bach. Uh, it's Damn, pretty it's, dark. It is black. Very it is dark. black as night. Um, but it's it's really good. It's really really good. It's like a chocolate Schwarz beer. Super tasty. Super super tasty. I'm a fa- I'm a fan of this. Every year that it comes out, Old Fezziwig and Chocolate Bock are my go tos in their winter variety pack. Is it bad or basic bitch of me that I the only Bock that I know is Michelob Amber Bock? Not a real Bach. What, but... what about Shiner Bach? <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, neither. So neither, <laughs> yeah, man, didn't... neither of those are technically Bachs. They are listed as such, but... Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're both... Uh, a Michelob Bach, whatever the hell that, that thing is, is probably the same thing that Shiner Bach is, which is a North American adjunct lager. Or a North American amber lager. The only difference is that... Shiner's a little darker than... And probably yeah, it's not adjuncty uh, or as ag- adjuncty as a Michelob Bach is, but it's pretty light. It's super light. I guess that makes sense for adjunct lager, right? Yeah, um, so you can just like crush those if you want to. So what? So yeah. what are they adding? What is the adjunct to the lager? Uh, it's usually rice. some rice or um, maybe uh, corn, corn. Probably rice. Yeah, I was gonna say it's anything. Adjunct is anything that basically can thin out the beer. Um. And thin it out, meaning make it go a little further. <laughs> then, so they may have a. It, it, there's a they whole. It. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not necessarily the same thing as is what Budweiser does, which is brew a seven percent beer and then basically just water it down post fermentation <laughs> before it goes into carbonation. Uh, hey, hey, that's that's high gravity brewing, man. It is. It is the actual definition of high gravity brewing. <laughs> yep, and they can do it. They they it, it, listen. Anybody who ever shits on the quality of Budweiser, Miller, or Coors, uh, go try to make a fucking 7% adjunct lager and then just cut it and water it down and tell me how it fucking tastes at home. Because it's going to taste like dog shit. Uh, yeah, the uh, light American lagers are actually like difficult styles to reproduce. So. The hardest style to brew. Yeah, Brian, Yeah, I remember you saying that early on in the cast. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing to fuck with, yo. Anyway... Blonde. Uh, yeah, no, a traditional Bach beer is actually pretty small. I mean, it's similar. It's like a German ESB. It's a very okay. simple malt bill. It's lagered, yes, but it's not, not, not crazy high alcohol. It's not crazy high in flavors of any of any sort, really. It's just a very easy drinking beer with some color to it. Like slightly, um, slightly estuary, right? With because lager yeast. Um, no, I mean it's still German, so it's still supposed to be clean. But I, it's really hard. It's really hard to describe because there's no breweries making Bach beer in America. Single Bach, at least. Doppelbach, yes, but not single. Gotcha. Have you guys seen the new Bud Light commercial? That is a clear um, jab at craft again. 
Oh, you're talking about the the commercial? I've done that a a couple times, but I haven't seen the recent one. The commercial with the tagline, brewed for the many, not for the few. Yes, yes. That's the worst. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I guess to a lot of people, it probably goes right over their head. They don't even realize what they're getting out there. You mean the sheeple? The sheeple aren't picking it up on it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, I'll take a mead. And they're like, yeah, we'll get you a mead. And then he like specifies further. And they were like, I don't know. It's the fucking dilly dilly, you know, yeah, crowd. They, they basically, they basically, he asked for a mead. And they're like, yeah, sure. And they put him out in the stocks. Like, yeah. Sort of vlogging him. Yeah. Huzzah. You got me. <laughs> but yeah, brewed for the many, not the few. And it's kind of like, hmm. I don't know. I'm pretty sure this is probably affecting you a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. Even though you, you try to act like it's not with these commercials, it definitely fucking is. The, well, if they're addressing it, then it is. And I know, exactly. I know sure, like, it's cut into their market like, oh. quite a bit. Well, I mean, 100%. It's also, uh, they, they, they are the one of the big three that has lost more money and more market share in the last two years. They're, they're down the most of any brewery in the United States. It's, it's wild. Great. Granted, the the largest portion of it too. They do. But even if you look down like barrelage overall, like they're, they're, if if you do it proportionally, yeah, they're still way down. Where I think uh, Miller Coors is down like one one point two percent or something like that, um, and that's mostly Coors. Just so we're clear, uh, <laughs> Bud Light is down like four five percent in the United States in the last wow. year. Now Michelob Ultra is fucking killing it. I believe that it's goddamn everywhere. It's, um, it's, it's the runner's beer, right, Parker? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, that's right. It's, it's, uh, you gotta you have to be pretty to marathons and shit to drink that. You have to be pretty and you have to run. That's what you have to do. <laughs> yes, no you have to ugly, be a beautiful people. man or woman and run. No or hike. No fat bitches. That's basically <laughs> Michelob Ultra. God. Yeah, I cannot drink Michelob Ultra. <laughs> I, I, you actually can't buy it. Neither of us can buy it at the store. Like, yeah. When they, we, we we ring it through, we pull out our ID cards and they're like, no, 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 no. Visually, you cannot buy this fucking beer. Uh, judging off your weight on your driver's license, you are not permitted to buy this. Also, you need to adjust the weight on your driver's license because there's no way this is real. <laughs> I don't know what sort of fucking moon gravity you thought you were on when you took circa 2002. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, that freaking party I was at tonight, like everybody. Had a little twelve pack of their skinny cans, dude. I would be, I would ruin that fucking party. Just like I tried to ruin ruin Frank's birthday party a couple years ago. People were walking <laughs> in drinking Michelob Ultra, and I started slapping it out of their hands. I'm like, get the fuck Shut out of here! With this shit. No, seriously, <laughs> really? Yeah, no. I'm, I turned. I'm surprised it wasn't Miller Fifty Five. I don't even know if they make it anymore. Uh, I don't know. Bud Fifty Five. <laughs> Bud Select Fifty Five. Uh, no, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, Fifty Five yeah. calorie beer. Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, goddamn disgusting. No, I Water. I changed one of Frank's neighbors over from uh, drinking Michelob Ultra to drinking Corona Light at that party, which <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, no, why, I, why do you drink Michelob Ultra? Oh, I guess it's low calories. I go, okay. Like, how low? Oh, uh, 
like 96. I go, okay, cool. So just so we're aware, Guinness, man. I go, just so well, they, these people are not going to be drinking fucking Guinness. I go, what would you normally be drinking? They were like Corona. I go, okay. So, you know, Corona light has 99 calories, right? No, I'm like, yeah. I go, have you ever had a three calorie meal? <laughs> no. I'm like, okay. So it's negligible is what you're saying. I'm like, yeah. I was like, and uh, do you like the flavor of Corona over Michelob? Yeah. Okay. So why are you not buying Corona light? Uh, well, the carbs, I go, net carb difference is less than two. You can chew a piece of gum and have like 1.4 carbs or whatever. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, you're, what you're getting at is negligible. I go, why are you sacrificing something? Like, why are you sacrificing flavor for something that you actually enjoy just because someone is telling you it's the, the, the lighter choice? I don't know. Marketing. Dude. Marketing. Every time I've seen them, they've had a fucking can of Corona or Corona light ever since. Nice. nice. But it's like, but it takes that conversation with people at a fucking party like that to be like, what the hell are you doing? Because if the answer is like, oh, I'm drinking light beer. Like, do, do you like the taste of it? And if the answer is no, conversation over. Like, you don't like, okay, do you like the taste of beer in general? No. Okay, we're done here. You're just going to drink whatever the fuck the, like, you're a sheeple. Whatever people are drinking, that's what you're going to be drinking. Like if we had rewound ten years ago, they would have been drinking Shinerbach because that's what it told everybody was told to drink. Like, yeah. Would it be safe to say that those are the same people that vote based on uh, who has the most political ad yard signs out front of the polling place? Absolutely, a bunch of mouth breathing, (laughs) slack jawed idiots Mm -hmm. just not paying attention to what the fuck is going on in their life. Um, Nope. Yeah, uh, I didn't see enough Johnson signs out there, so I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote. Uh, I'm gonna vote old Gary over here. It's gonna be good. <laughs> we, um, you know, it's it's. I, I, Mrs. Brian hates going to fucking parties with me. She fucking she. I I know she says like, oh no, it's fun, but she fucking has to hate it because I'll <laughs> go through the Guinness talk with people and like she'll hear the talks coming. She's like, oh fucking a, and just get up and walk away. Because she knows, like, hey, you know, a 12-ounce Guinness pour is only 125 calories or 114 calories. And, like, a 16-ounce pour, 125. You know, and the net carbs are pretty low there. And the flavor is really high. Alcohol's even low in Guinness. Ooh, I never knew that. I was considered a meal in a glass. I'm like, oh, you should listen yeah, to yeah. bread. Ep- you, know, uh, bread. Yeah. <laughs> you should listen to episode two of No Beer Eat Left Behind. Yeah. No, dude. I, oh, I, have, I have a whole – it's like you, you talk to enough people about beer <laughs> – you have like, it's like sparring in boxing. You're just like, oh, I know what this person's gonna fucking say, and I know what to say counter. And then you meet some people like the the dipshit that I met when I was pouring beer a couple weeks ago, and the dude was like, I don't drink beer out of a can. I'm like, okay, do you like draft beer or do you like bottled beer? Draft beer. I'm like, what's draft? It's, it's coming out of a keg, right? Yeah. What's a can? And like, <laughs> as soon as this dipshit knew that he had been had by logic, he was like. I just, I can taste the can. I'm like, mm. all right, yeah. we're done talking well, here. And I just sit there and stare at him in silence. And he awkwardly walked away. I, I will say like with a can for craft beer, like there's a like greater potential for oxygen pickup. Correct. We're not, so, we weren't drinking craft beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, we, we were, but the craft beer that we were drinking, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to pull any differences. Hold on, for the layperson, oxygen pickup. Oxygen pickup, a dissolved oxygen in a can is much higher than a closed. Basically, when you when you fill a keg 
you're you're never exposing that liquid to any oxygen when you fill a keg. Um, okay. But if you fill a bottle or a can, you're going to have some oxygen exposure and a little air gap at the top. Yes, and that's what's called DO, dissolved oxygen. Bottles technically, there's less dissolved oxygen in bottles than there are in cans, just from surface area. And uh, also, you can put bottles under uh, higher pressure. Okay. Uh, CO2, which means that there's less likelihood, there's a less, it's less likely to pick up oxygen in there, but, um, cans do have higher DO levels. That's why you, it's, I, I get angry at people who age, age canned beer and they're like, no, this is going to be good. I'm like, all right, dipshit. Uh, yeah, I don't Just know, about that. know what you're doing. Like I had a can of Alesmith Speedway Stout in my refrigerator and it had like, it had been in there for six, eight months. And I was like, oh, that's coming up on its birthday. Probably had to open that up and see what it's like. That beer, it was, still wasn't bad. But at the same time, I know what it's like fresh. And I, I would have enjoyed that beer much more fresh than a year later. <laughs> the worst. I had a, a friend, very well-intentioned friend, who got me a can of beer for my birthday. And it was a Crowler fill of a very limited release beer that was done at a small brewery here in, in DFW. Oh, you, you, you hope you drank it. I did. Like, well, I did. That was the first beer that I drank out of all the stuff that he gave me. Um, but it had, like it didn't help because he got it filled like three, four months prior. Oh, <laughs> bummer. And uh, oh, man. it came out like about five SRM darker than it should have been. I was like, oh, boy, this is going to be neat. And I just remember choking through it. I'm like, well. That was a thing that I did now. I can mark that off my list. And I, I know 100% that Crowler fills are not not the best way to preserve beer. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, you, isn't that common knowledge, though? Like, a Crowler, no. Growler, even, like, these 16-ounces that I'm drinking, like, no. you drink them quicker than no. than not, like, that, as soon as possible, right? I mean, people, within a week? People think uh, I mean, that there's a seal on it. They can let it go for however long they want. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe huh. maybe because it's a can. If it's a growler, they, they think. But like, you talk to any like educated person at a like growler shop, they'll tell you, hey, "Drink it within a week after we we pour it." Yeah, yeah. Or you can go to uh, Tabs and Caps here in in uh, Louisville, and that one dude will finger all your crawlers for you before you even <laughs> fill them with beer. He's just got his hands down yeah. in there. And I'm like, You've cool. Told us about that. I fucking. Uh, I think I've told y'all <laughs> off the cast. This is the first time I've mentioned it on cast. Oils in there too God, from his fingers. Just fucking like I never. You never pick up someone's fucking glass off the table by shoving your hand in it and be like, ah, let me get you a refill. I'll be right back. No <laughs> that one reminds me of the the guy from Scary Movie. Yeah, use my strong hand and grab your crawlers here. Uh, mixes uh, the mashed potatoes with his little gimp hand. <laughs> yeah. Dude's hanging off the... We were actually talking about that the other day at work. I don't know how it came up, but Dude, we were like, take hand. my strong hand. Like, oh, God, no, give me your other one. <laughs> oh, just grab it. It's way stronger. We're like, oh, I'll just die. I'll die. Yeah, he's willing to fall. <laughs> yeah. Grabbing his strong hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. That's essentially what happens every time I go in there. Like... Dude, there's oh, been there's man. been days that I've walked in and, and like with full intention of getting a crowler and homeboys behind the counter I'm like, Nope, I'm just gonna take a taster. I'll just take a taster of uh, one beer and I'll head on my way. Uh, you, you don't say, Hey, don't put your fingers in my Uh no, because Derek, I have this um uh mouth uh that tends to just fucking shoot off at times. 
And uh, it would come out like where a normal person would be like, hey, you know what? Is there any way that you can maybe grab four other crawlers and this time not like, you know, not reach inside the crawler before you fill it? Right. Like no. not do it in a polite manner. Maybe. Yeah, no. My first reaction would be like, hey, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Hey, next time, can you not <laughs> shove your whole fucking hand in my goddamn drinking vessel? That'd be great. And I like that place and I want to be invited back. And I would like, I mean, I don't want the guy to like lose his job, but right. every fucking time I go in there, I'm like, well, guess I'm going to be getting crawlers. Brian, was that the place that you took me to? Yes, that is. That is the same yeah, place. Yeah, it's cool. It's nice. It was one of the first times I actually saw crawlers. Yeah, they, um, they've they since expanded to 16-ounce crawlers, which is, I think, what Parker has there, Broken Bow. Yeah. Broken Arrow. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Um, Pints on the go. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's Do they the shit. spritz them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have, well, uh, spritz them with a little hand juice, I guess. I don't know what the fuck they run through there, but, uh, yeah, no, they, they clean the... They clean the crawler, and they you know douse it with CO two, and then they fill on top of that. But again, okay. all that's kind of negated when you get your finger, your grubby fingers all up in your crawler opening. Right. Yeah, that's it's just the worst because you know those crawlers are just like shells of a can, and then uh-huh. you fill them and you put the the lid on top and it see and you run through the sealer or seamer. Uh, well, it doesn't worst. help that those crawlers have been sitting in a cardboard box in the back too like oh collecting dust and shit dust and yeah. whatever else yeah yeah so, i mean more reason a week. Yeah. exactly <laughs> thank you derek more reason to drink them sooner than later but it's in a can parker I, oh it's oh that's right it'd probably be good this time next year yeah sealed for your protection that's what those cans are yes uh, just the worst rib for your pleasure please your all right. Uh, anything else anybody wants to cover real quick before we uh, close on out of here at the 90-minute mark? I will say that I did go ahead and open this uh, cider. Yeah, good. <laughs> we thought you would. I mean, you've never let you've never let ABV stand in your way before. No, no beer left behind, baby. There it is. No, I'm just I'm just stoked to be on again. Say so it's good good catching up with you guys and yeah. talk talking some 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 alcoholic beverage shop. Yeah, we had a wide range of topics tonight. So. Oh yeah, we were fucking all over the board. Remember, we talked about dreams for a while, and then we talked about uh, not getting molested <laughs> as kids earlier in the cast. That was fun. Yeah, it's good times. Good times. In, in closing, can we talk about the uh, the Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they're disappointed that they were not molested as children because they thought they were super cute? I I want to be I want to go on record and say I think they stole that idea from me because I remember being in high school having that conversation with my family at Olive Garden. And making everyone feel very uncomfortable. And everyone in the restaurant, including the waitress, when I told my mom, I was like, mom, what, the f- what happened? I was so cute as a kid. How did no one touch me? How was I not molested? I was so goddamn cute. And I remember there was like families sitting next to us who were like, oh my God, oh my God. And they're like, oh, like, hey, tight ass. It's goddamn Olive Garden, okay? Everybody calm down. Get this. Get these people another round of pasta. It's on the house, okay? <laughs> So this was while you were an adult having I was, this conversation? I was like 17, 18 years old, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I remember my, uh, the look of horror on my mom's face. What was her response? Uh, she was like, I'm oh, Brian. Oh, my God. It was, it was more of like, oh, God, just please shut up. Just stop talking. 
Well, there was that one time that we were going to protect you and not tell you about it, but... Yeah, I, yeah, maybe that's what it was. She was like, let's just change the subject before he, like, triggers a memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember that time you left me? You even left me with the neighbor once, and I was, oh, wait a second. Huh. And we had to move after that. And you remembered going through counseling for the next year? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, huh, I don't remember being nine at all. What happened there? <laughs> huh? What do you mean? Man, no, sweetie, eat your fettuccine Alfredo. No, I got some real questions here, Mom. I got some stuff to work through. Nah, don't worry about it. Nothing to worry about. Anyway, uh, so it's been fun. I'm going to go ahead and play this little... You play that, Diddy. I'm going to play this little outro music here. I'm going to play Mask Off. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day with a miniature Puff Daddy uh, sitting on the picnic blanket with Jack and Diane, Jack Nicholas and Diane, uh, whatever Keaton. her name is. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little Diddy. Yeah. Jack and Diane. <laughs> God damn it. See, that that should be the next that should be the real motivational meme right there. Little Diddy. <laughs> Like that's a cre- that's a cre- that's 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 encur- that's encouraging. Like uh, it's a fostering creativity, is what that is. It's not telling you to hang in there, do some setups before you go to work in the morning. That's how Jean Claude Van Damme made his millions. Like mm. a picture of Jean Claude Van Damme doing splits between two pickup trucks, and it's like yeah, it starts with one step, where it's like a Lincoln Park lyric. It starts with one thing, and I one don't know step why. Closer, that's right. Yeah, I'm just gonna start posting like stuff about just being average and mediocre, and just not really wanting to chase your dreams because you can't afford to not pay the bills. Shit, yeah, is a Mitch Hedberg quote. Like, I'm tired of chasing my dreams. I'm just gonna find out where they're going and meet up with them there. <laughs> and just call it done. Call it a day. You know. I got him. All right, R.I.P. Mitch Hedberg. All right, for uh, Brian here in North Texas, I'm drinking a chocolate Bach, and I know that you're drinking something fun, so please reach out to us on social media. Let us know what you're drinking. Let us know what we should be drinking here on the podcast and uh, reviewing. You can do that over on Twitter and Instagram, at NoBeerLeftCast. You can always slide into them DMs, either of those places. Don't worry, they'll both go to me. Frank is too busy running down uh, Greg Abbott right now on Twitter. He can't be bothered looking in the direct messages, so don't worry about it. Um, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And as we head into the holiday season, don't forget to tell some other folk about the wonderfulness that is Nowhere Left Behind. Okay, well, hopefully we got some good stuff in the works for you. I know Derek and I are working on having a super beer-centric podcast with some actual beer folk who know their shit. Um, so stay tuned for those episodes coming up. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll have one on here where Frank can talk about single estate. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. What happened? Um, Frank can talk about some single estate wines. And oh, Sorry. I, I fell asleep again. Sorry. It's, it's wild how that happens. Uh, but no, uh, look forward to seeing some uh, variety of topics coming up as we move closer to the new year and uh, year three. Is it year mm-hmm. three of No Beer Left Behind? Yeah. We're coming up yes, on? sir. It's wild. Uh, anyway, we thank each and every one of you for tuning in the, every week. And uh, so hopefully you'll hear from us soon. For Brian here in North Texas, I'm out. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. For Parker and Tulsa, I'm out. So thanks, guys, for listening. Derek from Davis. <laughs> Deuces, I'm out. <laughs>